So I was thinking of starting this by like singing a jingle earlier, but I literally the only song I could think of was like McDonald's. So what do you mean by that? that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like I was just gonna randomly like surprise you and like just sing <laughs> of a cute jingle. But literally, I couldn't think of like anything but ba da ba ba ba. That's literally, and I was like, that's an awful start. But what? also, like, you know. Yeah, where do we go from there? I mean, I like the idea of having a jingle. It's like, okay, I snap and just start spitballing. No, I know. I don't. I don't want a jingle. I was just like gonna see how you were gonna react. I was watching a YouTube video last night, and the girl had like a opening and it was like Devin's World or something <laughs> and it was cute um, okay so I was like okay we could do that you were like yeah and then I was like McDonald's what did I call wait what did you call the thing where you got really close to the microphone ASMR it's you said like ASMR 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 I've always thought it was ASMR I don't know why. That sounds like asthma. But yeah. Way, it's ASMR. So what does it stand for? Audio stimulation. Yeah. Metabolic. Yes. Recess. Let me get it. Let me get the Google. No. I can't even read these words. Uh, <laughs> Autonomous? No, there's no way that's what that says. Autonomous sensory right. meridian response. You did get it right. You got autonomous. Mm-hmm. And you, if you kept going, you totally would have had it. No, that doesn't. That's <laughs> not what happens after that. Um, okay. So what we were going to talk about. Yeah. I'm pretty hyped about this. This was our first idea. Was it? Yeah, it was. Okay, what is it? Do you want to get a drum roll? <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get sponsored by McDonald's. Um, what would this? Are we legally allowed to? I've been thinking that this whole time. I have no idea. But I can't imagine that they would come for us. No, I can't imagine that they are. So okay, let's just keep going. We'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Um. So what would the friends with benefits or Um, what's that other movie? That's the exact same movie in Canada. It's a sequel. Uh, Friends with Benefits, No Strings Attached. Right. So those movies, and as we know with, like, one falling in love with the other, the other is like, well, we had a contract. Yeah. And then they fall in love. I feel like it's usually the girl that says, we had a contract. We had a contract. Right. And we were talking about, in our initial consultation for this meeting, about. Which was you standing in my doorway as I was in bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> How, no, it was not last night, but it was mm. the same dynamic. Um, okay. How that was, like, maybe the director's way of, like, giving the woman, like, the upper hand. Yes. I, I really like that they did that. But where does it go from there? So the topic is, like, unconditional love should we have it should we not like why are those movies popular do they stay together after and then why do we support couples who are in the media who are outwardly toxic 
like Courtney and Scott, like Courtney when and they Scott. find people that will make them happy, like Travis Barker. That's what I say about that. Okay, that's a bunch of different things that we, we could not get to any of them. Yeah, let's start with the friends with benefits thing. Okay. Okay, so friends with benefits. Let's talk about situations. Friends with benefits is, I feel like, very hard to pull off. What the hell? I turned that off. The dishwasher? Yes. It got too loud. I'm going to close. Has that been on the whole time? I don't know, but I'm going to close this window because it's loud outside. We just want to give you the best ASMR experience. Exactly. Do you know that I went to speech therapy? No. Yeah. The only reason I'm thinking of this is because my Z's and my S's are really pronounced because that's what I had to work on. Because my tongue was... No, I, my t- this is ridiculous. My tongue would do something to my teeth that would have been detrimental to my teeth in the future. When you said S and Z, yeah, like it went against my teeth in a way. And so now, so I had to do all these exercises. Like with, a, I would put a Cheerio in between my teeth, and I get really. How do you do that? I feel like that's why you have such a calming, regulated voice. If I really put in effort, as I'm doing right now, to have a calm, regulated voice, then I can have one. But 90% of the time, everybody's like, why are you so fucking loud? Please stop talking. Like, I remember being little, we'd be, like, driving. I'm uncomfortable with how quiet your voice is right now. I know, because... I'm not used to it. Because I'm usually, like... Like, this is my normal tone of voice. Yeah. Literally. Like, this is how loud I usually talk. Yes. And when I sit here with you and you're talking so quietly and it's quiet all around, like, because mm-hmm. we've... Sh- then, like, I realize how loud I'm being. But the thing is, like, I used to be, like, driving to soccer practice and I would get in so... Like, so many fights with my mom and my sister because... I would be telling a story that I was really excited about telling, and then my mom or my sister, they would take turns, would cut me off and be like, you're talking way too loud. You're talking way too loud. I can't, my mom would be like, I can't even pay attention to what you're saying because all I can think about is the fact that you're screaming right now. Oh my goodness. So I think it used to actually be worse. That is what it seems. And then I went through a period where I had like a really deep voice, like, but it was really, it was like raspy, but it was because I like just naturally talked so low and then someone was like you're really damaging your voice by talking that low like it's it been it really purpose? bad for you no it was just like what I had naturally become accustomed to okay. because I was I think it was like a try I was either like screaming and being so loud and then my voice was like raspy and then I would just kind of have like a deep raspy voice never deep like but just deeper than can you give me no no um, okay. but yeah, anyway, long story short, I feel like I could have benefited from speech therapy, but for like voice regulation, maybe mm-hmm. that's like a voice coach. I have no idea. Um, where did we start with that? Um, I was just, I made a joke about ISMR and then, um, told you about my speech therapy. Oh, but we were talking about how does friends for benefits actually work? Right. Okay. So do you want to use your phone and record it? As well. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the video of us talking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I have very low space on my phone, so I was taking a video Whenever of my cats the other day. Oh. 
and it wouldn't let me keep going. So, like, I will try, but it most likely will shut off. I'll do it, but you need to find the notes. Can you screenshot the notes for me and just send them to me? They're not in here. Okay. My only shared note is my MHGM and something about someone's therapy goals. That's not mine. Why do I have a shared note with somebody else's therapy goals? That's how deep. That's how deep I get into situations with other people. That's my (laughs) therapy. My friends used to make fun of me in college because I would go out and get yeah and get like super drunk and be dancing up a storm and having a blast and then somehow I would end up in the corner of the bar talking to someone about their deepest, darkest trauma and giving unsolicited advice with absolutely no right. background or experience <laughs> or right to do so. Uh-huh. And it happened every single time. Wow. It, do you, oh, well, yeah, because it has to be that high because it's going to be TikTok. Mm. Can you... Do you want to put it on that box and then lean it against the handle? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, okay. That's better. Okay. We both should probably sit close. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about this also, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Do we know that this microphone is working? Yeah. Okay. So in college, Mm -hmm. oftentimes when I had a friends with benefits situation, I would, like, still talk to them. Sorry. Because I'm I'm nervous about that. (laughs) I think it's good. No, I just think it needs to be a little bit further back. Like, I don't know why we didn't really think about that option. Okay, well, I'm going to keep talking. Okay, there we go. Okay, so, so in college, restart. Yes, in college, if I had a friends with benefits situation, I, like, would still talk to them like I talked to everybody else, which is basically, like, how was your childhood? Like, how are you doing? Did you go to therapy? Like, <laughs> what is your dynamic with your family? What's the worst thing you've ever done? Right. Like, I'm just, like, really open. Yeah. Happy to answer those questions. How many sexual partners have you had? Right. What was your best sex experience? Like, I just want to know. And then when, and we were talking about this too, for some reason, the more I asked those questions, the more people were like, you want a relationship with me? And I was like, whoa, no, 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 no. Like, we're just talking. Right. I'm not trying to get to know I, you on a deep personal level. Ask this my is just chemistry partner level. the same questions. Like, I legitimately do. Were they comfortable with that? Um, I don't know. I think sometimes I would gauge how much people wanted to share or not. I would try to, like, lead in with a question, share something small about myself, and then pause and see how they react, and then I would just turn it into, like, a listening experience. And you'd be surprised how many people just, like, 
where I'm like, oh, I was just about to say you would envy, but like people would be surprised how much if you just ask one question, it will just go on and on and on and on. Yeah. And I had this guy in college that I was seeing, not exclusively, but I really liked him. So it wasn't a friends with benefits? Um, it was such a weird situation. It was like we met at a bar because we were both joking about our depression and anxiety and crippling social anxiety at the bar. And I, like, made a joke or something about my crippling anxiety to the bartender. He was obviously, like, that was weird. Why would you share that with me? And then he was to my left, and he, like, made a joke back about it. And then we became friends, and then we really liked each other. Um, Wait, the bartender? No, no. The guy. We really liked each other, and then um, things kind of, like, fizzled out. And then throughout the duration of the rest of the year, we would, like, every so often like bump into each other at the bar or at a party and talk for hours and hours and hours and I really liked him and I think he liked me too but like when it came down to it I think I got to a point I might have told you the story or not but like he was also talking to this other girl who I knew and I was like you have to choose between the two of us because like I know her and this is weird and he was like well I'm gonna choose her but I don't know if I told you the reasoning why. He was like, because every time we talk, like, I like talking to you and I want to talk to you, but every time we talk, I end up telling you, like, all these really fucked up things about my life that I don't want to revisit and, like, I can't help myself from telling you, but, like, I don't want to tell you, so, like, that's why I'm going to go with this girl instead. And I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. She was also really cute and, like, a great dancer, which is what I was most jealous of, but, Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but we weren't friends with benefits. Okay. So these movies, I feel like, all have an arc. Would you say, would you agree? In what sense? In the sense of, like, it's, like, two people, they, like, kind of, they've met in passing. They don't start as friends, really. Do you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're kind of, like, they went on a date, they want sex. They were friends in college, lost touch, and then they, like, see each other again in the city at a bar. Or they have, like, a goofy mutual friend couple that, like... Yes, that... Right. (laughs) Communicates to both ends and... Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know if we're talking about the same movie. There's just several that all have similar plot lines. Okay. So we're not talking about any movie. Specifically. Right. Um, And then it's, like... I'm so tired of dating, but I want consistent sex. Mm. So here's the contract. No cuddling. No sleeping over. No sleeping over. No saying I love you. And as soon as someone catches feelings, we have to just stop. Right. Like, okay. And what are other ones? Um, you can't be jealous. You can't show up to work, my work. <laughs> I feel what? Like, I feel like that was one I That's don't know why. In a movie? I'm thinking of like um the one with Ashton Kutcher and he like shows up for work one day and she's like sad. I think that's when they like have fizzled. Okay. Yeah, there's just like always rules, but like those rules never They're such funny rules actually now that I'm thinking about it, because it's like if I just started sleeping with somebody, I would be like, 
I would be worried about saying I love you for, like, such a long time. Yeah. I, I know. And so, there's a Seinfeld episode. Did you watch Seinfeld? Yeah, of course. Okay, so there's a Seinfeld episode where after, like, a while after Elaine and Jerry have broken up, they decide that they're just going to be sex friends, and they, like, make all these rules, and Jerry tells George that he's going to do that, and George is, like, hilariously laughing, like, that's not going to work, it's just simply not going to work, and then they try to do it for a little bit, and they try to follow the rules, but they can't, obviously it falls apart, so, but I feel like some, I've only ever had one successful friends with benefits situation, right, and think one of the key factors that made it work is that we did not tell anybody we were hmm. hooking up. So I was going to say distance is a key factor. Oh, if like you only see each other every so often, mm-hmm. that can definitely be key. But I can't even, but then are you friends? I mean, it's just, I feel like friends with benefits is supposed to be the option of like consistent. Right. It's like on speed dial sex. Yes. That is speed dial sex. That sounds like a sex hotline. Yeah, it does. I mean, but, you know, this isn't far off from that. It's just someone you know and have a contract. Right. But we Again, didn't, not that far off. I know. And we didn't make a contract, though. Like, we didn't make rules. Our one rule was let's not tell anybody we're hooking up. And so... But it's, like, a very college thing. Yeah, and, like, the reason that it worked was because I think once you start hooking up with someone and once your friends know about that person, they, like, start asking, like, so how's so-and-so? And, And, like, they start sharing opinions of, like, well, that's kind of weird that they did that or that's kind of weird that you haven't seen them in a little bit. Or, like, you start to have all these outside sources or people being, like, I think you guys have feelings for each other. But if nobody knows, it's just, like, easier to manage. And, And they're not coming over and hanging out and, like, watching movies with you and your roommates or you and your friends or whatever because they're you're doing it in secret you're doing it when nobody else is home or in an undisclosed location now I wish I could say that I've never done anything fun like that actually I have once where I had sex in the sewing lab one time oh like I shouldn't say this but okay yeah what's it marigold marigold Oh, I forget. Yeah, it was Marigold. Um, It's just more so that I could get in trouble. Yes, it was Marigold. Yeah, okay, Marigold. I'll call it for you. Thank you. Um, So you've had one successful one. I feel like mine doesn't even count because of the distance aspect of it. Okay. So I'm going to say... I don't know if I've ever really, like, actively been, like, I do not care what happens. Like, I think I go into every situation being, like, we, we're friends, and if we have sex, okay. I had one guy where, like, the first night we hooked up, he was like, I just want you to know that, like, I know you had something like this kind of similar recently. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he was like, I just want you to know that, like, I'm a really good guy. And, um, like, I would never do anything to hurt you. And I was like, that's great, but that has no relevance to me. Like, I'm strictly here just to hook up. Right, I don't need to know that yet. 
Yeah, like, that's just so irrelevant to me. And I also feel like, oh, but just show it. Like, I wanted you to, like... Yeah, but that didn't work out because I tried to make it a casual thing and he professed his love to me multiple times. Um, which I'm sure I fed into and, like, needed to set clearer boundaries, but whatever. Okay, so neither of us have really done the movie contract, friends with benefit. Not contract-wise. <laughs> Not contract-wise. Oh, okay. okay. One other one other time, though. Yeah. I feel like, or I'm not even going to go into the whole story because it's unnecessary, but another thing that has helped in another situation in which for a good period of time we maintained that status and actually the reason that we stopped seeing each other wasn't because of, um, of it wasn't because of feelings, it was because of a fight because we went out and that person was just an asshole. A different person. Oh. Um, and... But anything, anyway, one thing that helped in that situation was we would actually consistently talk about other dates that we were going on and other people that we were seeing, and, like, I would oh, give That's a smart rule them to add to the next movie. Yeah, like, I would give them girl advice, and they would give me advice, and that, that was that. should be part of the contract for the next iteration of this movie. Like, you have to wingman once a week or something. For the person you're yeah. hooking up with. Once a week Which feels like fun. kind of a lot. Okay, like how do you manage that? I don't know. Once a month. Once a month. But that's like, so how long do you think you can really maintain a friends with benefits? I think six to nine months. Six to nine months. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's what the movies are? How long they're taking place? No, but that's how long I've gone for. Well, how long do you think? I think the movies are like two to three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movies, but I'm just talking about in real life. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> there also has to be, like, strict rules about, like, you have to be comfortable. If we're genuinely friends and, like, we go out and about together or, like, we see each other out, like, you simply cannot get mad at me for going home with someone else or going on a date with someone else or, like, anything right. like that. Like, even if you're there. Because, like, I might want to hang out with you out or we might run into each other out, but I don't owe you the courtesy of... You're not my first... You don't have first dibs. Yeah, you don't have first dibs. It's like a weeknight thing. Mm. It should be a weeknight thing. Yeah. Someone told someone told me recently that their ex used to send them calendar invites to have sex. What? Yeah. And would they have sex like otherwise? Not really, no. It was like only calendar invites because they both had like busy schedules and I guess one went to bed earlier than the other so they would have there's like a married couple thing too calendar invites yeah like did you see little fires everywhere no but I read the book oh okay so it's very different like the character that Reese Witherspoon plays I forgot what her name is but like her rule is that as a married couple is like we only have sex on Wednesdays like that's the rule and like Wednesdays is sex night like be prepared we're having sex on Wednesday but like leave it up yeah. With, what's that lube that you love? Uber lube. <laughs> Uber lube. Lily is unofficially, this is hashtag not I am literally funneling customers into your business. Constantly. It is a constant. Flow. You are their unofficial spokesperson. Yeah. It's aggressive how much money I've probably made them. Yeah. 
We should start. You I should start tracking it. You should start tracking it on like an Excel sheet. sheet. Yeah. And then yeah. get the emails of everybody that you referred to, I so can. that you can prove that <laughs> I these customers that. came through the, through your funnel. Right. Did you just give me a code? Yeah. We'll figure it out. We haven't reached out yet. Okay, but still, the topic of all of this mm -hmm. is what does the sequel look like to these movies? They stay together. But is it the movie or is it like in any? Okay, I guess. Yeah, it is the movie. Okay. It's like in all these movies. They end up together and they're so. Happy I don't think and Ryan Gosling and Mila Kunis end up together, it but like. not Ryan Gosling. Who it's was it? Justin Timberlake. Oh my god, why am I. There's gotta be a movie that Ryan Gosling also played a similar character. I have no idea, but. I You're so Ryan right. Gosling. Oh, fuck. Justin Timberlake is so hot. Him and me, Lacuna's are so... But Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling. I feel like... Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. I'm just like... Ryan Gosling was in with, with Emma Stone in oh, La La Land. Crazy, or Crazy Stupid, Stupid Love. But that was, like, not a friendship benefits thing. Like, he completely... He's never... I don't know if he is in stuff like that because he's always, like, the good guy. I, because he is a good guy. I kind of have to take back what I said about Justin Timberlake just because I know that, yeah, he's Simpson, right? Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. Sorry. So Ryan Gosling is simply not an asshole. He's, like, the best guy ever. Yeah, he seems like the best guy ever. He's, like, this ever. generation's Keanu Reeves. Okay. I trust you. Mic drop. Yeah. I believe you. I was on set. One of the sets. And it was, like, a really intense day. They were, like, filming this, like, abusive scene. And we were there all day. It was so long. I don't know how old I was. And at the end of the day, he comes up to us and is like, I've seen you on set all day. I'm sorry. It was such an intense day. Like, as if he had planned for us to visit. Like, <laughs> it's so good to, like, see you. Like, how are you? Did you enjoy your time on set? Like, did you have food? Like, Aww. how are you? Like, it's, I'm Ryan, by the way. Do you want a picture? Like, do you need anything? Like, you guys are good? And I was like, I actually don't know who you are. I was little, and my mom was like, <laughs> a picture, oh <laughs> which I won't show anybody because it's like before my teeth were filed, and I look like a vampire. Um, he was so nice, like just major good guy alert. That's so nice. I, I'm trying to think of the nicest celebrity I met. Probably Lady Gaga, that, but she was so You did. Did we talk about this? No. Okay. We're never going to get to the real thing. I know. No, no, it's okay. We won't talk about how we met Lady Gaga because that's too well, long of a story. Well, we can talk it's about it. It's very short. Mine's very short. Mine's very short. I was at New York Fashion Week and... <laughs> I was at New York Fashion Week and um, we were in a really crowded elevator and she was on the other side of the elevator, but I didn't even notice. And then we got out of the elevator and she was there and she had a bunch of security around her and everybody was like passing her their phone and being like, can you please, like, make a story on my story and say that you, like, love my brand or you love... And she was literally doing it for everybody. Oh she was taking everybody's phones and being like, hey, it's Lady Gaga. Like, you should totally follow this person, blah, 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 blah. And then I didn't want to bombard her because it was happening for so long. And then finally I was like, I, I know you're being bombarded. I'm sorry, can I just take one selfie with you? And she's like, of course. And she put her arm around me. We took a picture and that was it. My story is 
so much shorter. Um, and yours was very short. We went to a social legal class together just trying to figure out how to open the blocker. So after class, she was like, sure, can you look my long skinny? And I said, yes, I can. And then I was like, oh, my God, you're Lady Gaga. Like, I said, yeah. And I oh, was my like, God. That's awesome. And that was it. <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah. I met Sarah Jessica Parker once. Was she nice? She was stressed out when I met her because she had done this play where it was like a a live play that she was in and it was a very small audience and it was a really exhausting emotional play forget what it was called my mom took my sister and I to see it and then afterward everybody was waiting outside to get her autograph but it would have been fine if it was just the people who had seen the show because it was a very small audience but all these like die hard sex in the city fans found out that she was there and they were like bombarding her and like asking her to sign all their sex in the city books that they made and like dvds and stuff and it was just unfair to her because she was like you guys didn't come to the show and i'm tr-. anyway she didn't even say that she was nice she tried to take pictures quickly she signed like a few autographs but she was clearly very stressed yeah which was fair i told you my megan fox thing which is very nice yes um did you ever see the off-Broadway show 13? No. So there was this off-Broadway show called 13, and Ariana Grande was in it. A lot of the cast of Victorious was in it. Okay. And for some reason, I don't know if it was like the beginning of Facebook, or Facebook was like, I don't know. Key to the story. So all these city kids would like go to the show and then friend the cat friend the cast okay. of thirteen. So like for a really long time we were friends with like Ariana Grande and then all of a sudden she like dyes her hair red and she doesn't even unfriend everybody, but she makes like takes everything off her profile and everyone was like, Oh shit, this girl's about to get famous. No way. Yeah. And then she deleted the that's so interesting. But she was nice. She seemed nice. I feel like there was someone that followed me on Instagram for a long time that was like a fluke. Like, they must have accidentally followed me in some kind of situation. And I would brag about it for so long, and then one day they unfollowed me, Maybe and I can't remember who it was. Twitter. Twitter. What? Because she, I think she, like, no, follows X amount of fans for some reason. That is very interesting. That's pretty fucking cool. But, yeah, whoever it was eventually unfollowed me, and it's kind of killing me that I don't know who it was, but moving on. Um, okay. So you can sell Twitter accounts if you have, like, X amount of verified people following you. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I didn't know that, though. So weird, in my opinion. So, we talked about friends with benefits. <laughs> Did we? Kind of. Yeah, yeah we talked about the, oh, the sequel. I don't know what the sequel is. Maybe they get married. Maybe they, oh. I didn't think Mila and Justin were going to make it. I thought maybe the other two would have a few kids and I don't know. Really? I don't know. It doesn't. Why? Why didn't I think? Do you really feel like they learned about each other, like, through their friends with benefits time, that they could really be in a relationship that worked? I don't know. I don't remember the details of that story, but... Well, just in general, like... What and my experience is, yes, I knew a lot about the people that I was friends with benefits with. Well, like I was thinking more about the movies. But I don't remember the details of the movies enough. 
you should have probably watched one. Yeah. But I feel like they're not really talking. I don't know, but we don't really know that because why would they show that us, us that in the movie? That's not the point. The point is that they're having all the sex. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if we were directors and writing a screenplay, like, what would happen to these characters? Like, what would you want to happen? Well, obviously, like, what the ca- the audience would want to happen is that they get married. Right, but, and why? Like, what if they're because, not right for each other? Because people just like picture-perfect endings. Like, that makes it easier for them but to justify they that they should marry the asshole that they're with. Wait, so that's, you know, what's really interesting is in the Natalie Portman one, she's with, like, this other doctor who's really nice. Mm-hmm. I, as far as I remember, he could have been a douche. I don't know. Yeah. But let's, for the case of, like, we haven't seen the movie in a whatever, long time. He was great. It's like, how come you don't start shipping them? Like, how come we really want... Is it Ashton Kutcher? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Ashton Kutcher, the woman. Like, he... Why does he deserve that? He really wanted to just be friends with benefits with her. Like, so what? You caught feelings, and then she put up a boundary, and then you didn't respect it, and then we want them together? No. I don't... I don't. <laughs> I personally don't. I personally don't want any of them together. Yeah. I feel like... So how would you make the sequel? I don't know. To be quite honest, I don't care enough what happens to either of them that I like can't even pretend to come up with a sequel. I more so thought that we were talking about, like, what's the se- Like, if Friends for Benefits, the movie was in real life, what's the sequel to people in Friends for Benefits? with benefits relationships often end up together or not. No. Yeah, I think mostly not. But that's kind of an easy answer. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met anybody who I'm like, so how did you guys meet, like, couples? And they were like, well, we were friends with benefits for a while. so true. Right? Never Never heard that. that. I've heard people be like, we were genuinely friends, and then we gave it a good shot. Or, like, we were back and forth on and off for a while, but I've never heard anybody be like, that we were friends for be- with benefits and it worked out. Because I don't really feel like you're friends. When you start a friends with benefits things thing, you're not really friends. Well, I was really friends with both people that I was hooking up with. Like, I was friends with them first and then started hooking up with them. Yeah. And then... Are you friends now? Yeah, with both of them. But you're not together. No. Not in any sense of the word. Like, I talk to them both on the phone probably, like, once a month. Where does it, like, stop being an option for a relationship in real life? Because that is what happened. Well, so the one person that I was with was seeing someone else not exclusively. Like, we were both dating other people. And we're not exclusive with them. And at one point they were like, I think I want to become exclusive with this person. And I was like... Are they with those people still now? Mm -hmm. One of them is. Well, it only happened in one of the situations. And but yeah. the other one. Um, and I was like, that's great. Go for it. That's amazing. I was genuinely happy for them. The other one, we went out as friends, as a group. They did a ton of drugs and were an asshole to me. And I was like, you're not allowed to be an asshole to me. I don't care what the conditions are. I don't care what relationship we have. Like, knowing that I'm going to give my time and energy to an enemy. Like sense of the word is going to speak to me like that and that was it 
So I'm just wondering, like, why it can go from friends to relationship, but not friends with benefits to relationship. Like, why is that rare in real life? Like, where, not for you, but just have you, when you see things. Because I think that the friends with benefits thing, you are usually dating other people on the side. I know in the movies they weren't, and that's why they ended up together. Right. Because they were like, oh, I just want, like, the idea that, like, I just want consistent sex, but I don't want to date anybody is not realistic, like, in the way that it was shown. I think it's more so, I don't know if I want to have sex with people because it's not necessarily safe or, like, it's not necessarily comfortable, but I am friends with this person. And friends with benefits are, like, a place to live. For one person, and then the other person, it's like, I'm actually more interested than I'm, like, letting on. Letting on. Um, like, just, like, do you think that's 80%? 80% of relationships? The friends with benefits relationship, do you think that is the dynamic? Probably. Right. Um, so, yeah, that leads to a problem. I think, I, I think I've tried to be probably, like, friends with benefits or have casual sex with people under the circumstances that we were never going to be together and like I made that clear and then one of like they got feelings and then we had to end it um but I don't but I think if I think that's more likely to happen if you go on a date with someone or meet someone out and you start hooking up and you're like but I don't want anything serious but you keep hooking up because they went into that initial thing being like this is this new person, and I'm infatuated with them. They don't want anything serious, but maybe in time, maybe in this, maybe in that, opposed to having a legitimate friendship with someone already mm-hmm. and having such a strong foundation that if things fall apart for whatever reason that you can continue to be friends afterward and to know that deep down, yeah. I think that is the friends with benefits situation that it is. And that is what friends with benefits is. But people think like that having casual sex or hooking up with someone consistently but not wanting anything serious is friends with benefits. And that's not the case. Right. I was thinking I had a friends with benefits, friends, then friends with benefits. Then it really became like benefits. And then okay. every time either of us are in a relationship, we stop talking completely. Okay. Which is so bizarre. It's like we were friends. Right. So it's like, how did that happen? And then when you get out of relationships, we'll go back to benefits. Okay. And friendship. Like, friend, it's benefit friendship. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's just, so I'm the type of person that if I know that I have a friendship with someone, like a real, legitimate, true friendship, not like good old pals that used to hook up, but, like, a real friendship with someone, I would never tell the new person that I'm seeing, and I would never tell the new person I'm seeing about people I've hooked up with in the past regardless unless I had, like, a funny or weird story about it that I thought would make them laugh or if they were ex-relationships I had. Mm -hmm. But I think it is so, so beyond dumb, and it's not something I can even comprehend. When people go into relationships... And admit to their significant other, I used to hook up with this person, or I used to see this person. Like, I think that's so dumb, and I don't do that. Like, I'll be like, oh, my friend, 
my friend's calling me. I would never be like, oh, my friend who I used to see, blah, 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 but I haven't hooked up with in five years. Like, I would never. That's just so dumb. And I think men do it. And mm-hmm. I, actually, maybe I don't want to, like, gender label, so whatever. But in my in right. my experiences, I've found that my guy friends who do do that or whatever is they're trying to brag about who they've been with in the past to their new really? person. Yeah, like, they're trying to be, like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is my friend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we used to hook up, but, like, we're just friends now. And then the girl is, like, okay, so that's where – if they feel uncomfortable, if, they, if they're if they a jealous personality type, which, anyway, then it's uncomfortable. And then that girl doesn't really like the idea of them being together. And I don't think that men necessarily understand that that's going to be – the situation. I don't think they even do it to be honest. I think they do it to really? say, "This is what I've had in the past." Just so you know. Really. Yeah. That's so interesting. I've never thought about it like that. I always think of it as like there's this narrative around around, <laughs> around women. Where it's like, she's going to be jealous, so I might as well tell her now, so she, like, doesn't get mean to me later, so I'm just going to be, like, super honest about it. And, like, they probably don't have any, women probably don't have any, like, friends with benefits. I'm not even going to think about it. Yeah. Or for me. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Treated me. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't seem, you seem pretty innocent. Like, I'm not even going to open the door of, like, who you might have hooked up with. Even if I know the person, I'm not even going to, like, think about it. But like, here's what you should know, right? I think I think it's some just so you don't get jealous. I don't think everybody does it for this reason, but I think some people do it as a manipulation tactic. I think it's like a way to maintain this idea of like you could lose me at any time. Like you, so I thought it was like a I know it's in the back of your mind, so I'm just gonna tell you we did or we didn't. I've never thought of it that way. I, because, You're probably right. Because why would why would a girl and maybe some guys do think about it that way, but that's because they have or individuals think about it that way. But that's usually because they have a big ego, mm-hmm. and I don't think having a big ego is a bad thing. But I think being egotistical is yeah. dangerous. And I think when individuals are egotistical, they more so run the risk of being manipulative by like whether. that's intentional manipulation or not Mm. by being like, okay, I can, I can control this narrative by letting this person know that everywhere they go there, you know, there are possible threats. I want them to feel threatened when I take them home, like to see my friends. Like I want them to know that like I've been with this person. I want them to be slick. Actually not everywhere they go. That was like a huge exaggeration, but I think that there are people I'm not saying all men, women, non-binary, anything. Mm -hmm. There are people who want people to feel threatened because the idea of them being, like, jealous is hot to them. Mm -hmm. Or it, like, gives them power. It gives them, like, oh, they're jealous of that girl because, like, they've been with me or that guy because they've been with me. But, like... I would just, like, not change how I approached anyone. At all. In terms of, what do you mean? Like, if someone's like, I hooked up with that girl or whatever, guy, I'd be like, Word. Oh, 
that I would probably go and be friends with them. Yeah. I usually... Like, I've made a lot of friends through my hookups. Purely because I'm like, oh, they... Well, we have the same taste in one thing. We might have, like, similar interests yeah. otherwise. Like, I should go talk to them. Yeah. Why, why not? I go out of my way when someone that I've hooked up with in the past brings a girlfriend or a boyfriend home or, like, whatever the situation is to really try to make them feel comfortable by going out of my way to be genuinely friendly, genuinely nice, genuinely welcoming, and not at all show, like, an excessive connection to their significant Mm -hmm. other. Um, Like, I think it's so, in my personal experience, when I've dated guys that have had, like, really mean girlfriends that were from home, they're always like, oh, yeah, X, Y, and Z is my best friend we're best friends we like know everything about each other like we do this this that and that it's like a little bit excessive to be like oh he's a really good guy or she's a really good girl and I can tell that they really like you a lot and you've got a good one and like that is the appropriate way to handle a situation if you're friends with someone regardless of whether you hooked up with them or not and they bring someone new home I think right I treat them the same way I would treat somebody who is, like, new somewhere. I would be like, do yeah. you need something? Like, I, because I, I would want someone to do that for me. And there's so many times where I'm in new situations where people are, like, can see I'm weird, like, just sitting and, like, not making an effort. And I'm like, can anyone say something to me? Yeah. That would be really nice. And then I have to think of, like, some way to bring up a conversation and break the ice when I feel like it's really not my space yeah well I so I used to be best friends with this guy since I was very little like we grow up being very very close friends and then at the end of high school we did have like a friends with benefits situation um right after my boyfriend and I broke up like going into freshman year of college and we just knew each other so well and whatever and then he went to college and started dating this girl and for whatever reason he told this girl like these are the people I've hooked up with but he didn't include the people that like were random here and there he like specifically mentioned people that like the girlfriend was gonna meet which makes it more uncomfortable. Then he brought his girlfriend to my house. This is so thought out. He brought his girlfriend to my house, and we were playing games, and we were having fun, and there was, like, a couple of our high school friends there, and I was being really nice to her. And then after that, this was, like, Thanksgiving break. Then Christmas break comes, and I reached out to them, and I was like, hi, um... So-and-so, this kid's older brother was good friends with my sister. So-and-so's coming over for to, for drinks or whatever, like, tomorrow night. Like, you should come, too. Um, they were my neighbors, by the way. They lived down the street. Like, mm-hmm. come say hi. I haven't seen you in forever. He screenshotted it and meant to send it to his girlfriend, who had a very similar name to me, but sent it to me and set, instead, and then followed it with, good night, insert name here, love you, baby. And then I responded and was, like, assuming this was supposed to go to your girlfriend. And they were like, 
oh yeah, haha, sorry. And I was like, no worries, just curious, why did you have to screenshot? And he was like, oh, I have to let them know anytime I talk to you. That's wild. So then I was like, that's inappropriate. And you shouldn't be in a relationship like that. Like that feels toxic. I'm not saying break up with your significant other, but why don't you guys find a way to make this more comfortable and like yeah. whatever. And he was like, well, I'm just not going to do that. So if that's like the requirements to still being your friend, then like, I guess we won't be friends anymore. And I was like, okay. And then a year later, they, broke up. they got married <gasps> in college. Oh my God. In that's college. So I you going to say. Yeah. And, like, none of us were invited to the wedding. None of his friends from high school except for two. It was a weird situation. I had a situation like that where, like, one of my ex-hookups and I are friends. And obviously haven't seen him since college. Not even, like, pre-COVID. I said obviously because of COVID, not anything else. But now that I'm thinking about it, COVID unrelated. Like, yeah. we were not seeing each other. We just talked on the phone or texted or whatever. And he's in, was in med school, whatever. And I was asking about, like, the vaccine. And he deleted the conversation. And then, like, two months later, was like, I deleted the conversation that, like, was saved on my computer. And my girlfriend saw it and thinks it's weird that I deleted it. And I was like, it is weird that you deleted it. Like, there was nothing happening. Like, literally nothing happening. Like, not only did I have a boyfriend, but we were talking about a vaccine. Why would you delete that? And he was like, I don't know, but like now she needs you to text her. And I was like, what? Oh my god. No. I remember this. And then this I'm was like, like when we just started being voice friends. Memo. Did I say that? I, I'll send a voice memo. I don't know, remember. No, I'll send a video of the conversation. Okay, like a screen recording. Yeah, and then I send it, he's like, thank you so much. Two days later, she needs you to call her. And I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. I was like, do you really think, first of all, I don't have time to call your girlfriend. No. Like, and assure her no. that this innocent conversation meant nothing. And then. Like, figure your life out and leave me say, out of it. My phone call is not going to help. Yeah. <laughs> like. It isn't. It might help for a week. It might help for a month. But this is not a problem solver, and I don't want to be involved in it. And, like, this is bizarre to me, and when you're done with this, we can talk again, but we're not talking, and we haven't talked since. Like, can you imagine if I got on the phone, though? Like, let's just play this out for a second. Like, Hi. Yeah, we just talked about the Pfizer vaccine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did used to have sex. Yep. <laughs> right okay, okay. <laughs> like what would we talk like that's the conversation it's so bizarre that people think that getting the person they were talking to involved is going to help solve the situation regardless of whether or not it's threatening it's just like you're in too deep if there is a lack of trust here walk away why are you going to dress it drag some random person down with you it's so, did I ever, so wild. did I ever tell you how I found out that my ex-boyfriend was cheating on me mm-hmm. with the laptop thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can share. Yeah. So it was, we broke up. No, sorry. We were together. 
he cheated on me. Seven months went by. I didn't know that he had cheated on me. And then his, it, he had cheated on me with his friend's girlfriend. His, like, very good friend's right, right, girlfriend. Right, right, right. And I was friends with that friend. Okay. Wasn't really friends with the girlfriend, but was friends with him. And all of a sudden, around Valentine's Day, after I posted a picture of my boyfriend and I, he unfollowed me. And then all of his Your boyfriend followed you? No, no, no. Oh, this, his friend. And then, all of his, and then all of his roommates and all of his friends unfollowed me. And I would pregame and hang out with this guy every weekend. Mm-hmm. We were in one big friend group. So finally I, like, got the nerve up to ask him what happened. Like, why, why are you being rude to me? Like, what's going on? And I told my boyfriend I was anxious about it because I was like, I don't know what I did. And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, he's graduating next year. He probably just feels like he's graduating this year. He probably feels like might as well cut, like, ties with people he's not that close with. And I was like, but we are friends. Anyway, he tried to, like, talk me down from it. See him at a party. He waves at me awkwardly from across the backyard. The cops had just gotten there, so everybody's, like, dispersing and walking away. And I was like, perfect time. So, I, like, walk up to him, and I'm like, yo, what's good? Like, why? Perfect time. Why would you unfollow me? Like, why... It, like, why are you avoiding me? What's good with this? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you have to talk to your boyfriend about it. You have to talk to your boyfriend about it. I was like, what? And he was like, you have to talk to your boyfriend about it. I start panicking, thinking that I, that people think I did something wrong. Because I'm like, why would they unfollow me? Long story short, I confide in my friend, who is a mutual friend of all of ours. They tell me, by the way, your boyfriend cheated on you seven months ago with his girlfriend. And then he is like, so then I call him, I tell, call him, and I'm like, hey, I heard this story. How'd you find out? And he was like, oh, well, we were watching Netflix together in her bed, and she fell asleep, and she had her laptop off, and her text kept popping up. And one of the texts that popped up was like, stop panicking about it. It's been so long, he's never going to find out. So he clicked on it, and then he went through all her stuff and found out that he had slept with my boyfriend. Dude, that just seems way too dynamic for me. Yeah. Like, we just with the cloud now. <laughs> what did you just say? Cloud. The cloud? You sound like you're 75. What is it called? I, I guess that's what it's called. I don't know. I'm just saying. because Isn't all the cloud our... like a storage base? Right. Right. So okay. Synced up. Okay. Fair enough. No, I do sound 70. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, there's no other way to say this. Everything is synced. And there's like iPads I have from five years ago. That have conversations and I'm like, oh no, that's weird. Like nothing that I would like, because I haven't cheated, but like, I'm like, ooh, I don't know who I want seeing now. Like I should have <laughs> liked this or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just all too. It just feels like, you know, like he. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I feel. Well, also, like how are you? Like you have to check every single item. Just, well, cheating know? is just too much now because there's just so many ways to get caught. Which shouldn't be, like, the reason why you don't cheat, but, like, it kind of is an incentive. Is, right. But so, I guess it's not. And I'm the type of person that will always think about worst-case scenario and, like, panic about worst-case scenario as if it's currently happening. So, when I was at college, at my homecoming, I was dating this guy from home, and I went to homecoming, and this guy who I had used to see and who, like, really, really liked me, and I told him I did not like him like that, and, like, he was very upset about it. 
I got very drunk that night because I had recently lost a lot of weight. I hadn't been drinking in a really long time um, because I hadn't been in college for the past year, and I didn't realize how my toler how low my tolerance was. Mm -hmm. And so I got very drunk, and it was to the point where it was like 4 a.m., my friends were still all out, I was very drunk, and I was like sitting on the couch, and my other friend was sitting next to me, <coughs> talking to the person next to them. I don't remember this at all, but someone was recording the person behind me oh, dancing, Jesus. and this guy that I had used to talk to comes up to me and like gets down and like starts like making out with me, oh. but I was like legit like asleep, basically. <gasps> And then I wake up the next day, someone shows me the video, I'm like in a full-blown panic because I'm like, does that mean I cheated on him? Like, what? Like now I would of course understand not, but right. before I really understood the whole dynamic between like all of it. A lot of play there. Yeah, a lot of play there. And, but I was like, do I tell him, do I not tell him, do I tell him, do I not tell him? I don't want him to think that I did it intentionally. I don't know how to convince him that I was really drunk. I do have this video, so that's on my side because you can tell how drunk I was. Can I just say, like, the fact that you were thinking, should I tell him, should I not tell him, versus, like, holy shit, somebody, like, did something wrong. But I have this, and you're thinking, like, oh, I have this lovely proof. And, like, I would have been like, ah. I, I... Was just what the fuck happened to me last night? I don't give a shit about my boyfriend right now. I care about like my body. Yeah, and I, I just, I was not at that point in my life yet where I understood where the line was drawn. Yeah, I'm saying maybe now. I'm oh, like, I no, a, right, a hundred percent. So I was panicking, and my friends were like, "I don't know what to do. like. You have to decide what to do. It's up to you." But I really don't think he's gonna find out. And if you do, or if you are concerned, which hopefully you aren't, and hopefully you don't have to be in. I think he's a really good guy, and he'll understand, but, like, if you don't want to tell him, he's never going to find out. Like, this is where states away. It's not a decision you made. It's your personal story. It's your experience. If you want some time to process it and decide how to approach it, right. why don't you take some time and think about it? And I was like, what if, like, what if someone texts him? Everybody's like, how would anybody text him? Nobody knows him. Nobody has his number, whatever. I get home. I have scribbling anxiety the whole way home. I'm talking about it to the people I'm driving with. They're like, everything was going to be fine. Not even worried about myself. Right. I'm literally worried about how my boyfriend's going to react. And, which he was a really nice guy. Like, I just was nervous he was going to break up with me. Mm -hmm. And so I go over to his house and we're hanging out and I'm like about to tell him, but I'm trying to figure out how. And he picks up his phone and he goes, wait, what is this? And I was like, what? And I, like, go to look, and he, like, pulls his phone away, and he looks on DM, and this kid who had done this to me, mm -hmm. best friend, had DM'd him on Instagram saying, just thought that you should know what your girlfriend was up to this weekend. She got blocked out. And she was hooking up with my friend all, week all weekend, and they hooked up multiple times, which was, like, a lie. And, like, she's a cheater, and, like, X, Y, and Z. I start almost like I know. My my friend my friend was like laughing, like not laughing about it. She actually was like, I feel so bad because the entire way home we were basically like gaslighting you, telling you like this is crazy, this would never happen. And then it exactly happened. And so I had the video. This kid didn't show the video. So that I 
started crying and telling him what happened. He was like, calm down, it's okay, it's okay. He was so nice about it. Just like as he should as be. as he should be, but he handled the situation like perfectly. And right. um, like kudos to him. Yes, and I like showed a... him the video and he was like, I don't even he was like, I don't even need to see the video. He was like, Don't show me the video, I don't need to see it. I believe you, I trust you, and this kid is an asshole, and this other kid is an asshole, and he was like, Julia, even if you did kiss him, even if you guys did make out, I'm not gonna break up with you for a kiss. Like, am I upset that it happened? I'm upset for you. Would I be more upset that it happened if it was intentional? Yes, but like, I'm not gonna. Not the case. I'm, and I'm not gonna break up with you for a kiss. Not that, that was just the way he was. He was, and he responded to this guy and was like, "Yo, do you think I'm the type of person that is gonna break up with my girlfriend or be mean to her because?" you're an asshole and, like, you're going to DM me on the side. That That's a joke. Like, don't talk to me again and block him. And I wonder why that guy felt the need to do that. Oh, so then I called him. I called that kid because I knew who he was exactly. I had actually gotten him an internship the summer before. Okay. And I just... Okay. Yeah. And, um, and had vouched for him to be a board member on the mental health organization that I was reading mm-hmm. at the time. Both of them were the kid that did that to me and the other kid. And so anyway, I talked to him on the phone and he was like, I've been with my girlfriend for six years and I've never cheated on her. So like, I just think it's not that like people deserve to know. And I just personally would want to know if I was in the other position. And I was like, why would you do this to me? Like, I did not intentionally. And he was like, I'm not going to, like, listen to your bullshit. Like, basically, you're crazy. You're a bitch. Then I later tell my little, who was in my sorority, what happened. And she's like, oh, that's hilarious because he does have a girlfriend. And he's actually tried to hook up with me many, many times. And he's actually come over to my apartment and tried to get into my bedroom before. And I've had to lock the door and tell him to go home. Yeah, that's on brand. I was like, yeah. This is like such a moment to be the McDonald's song. But <laughs> just because there's like literally nothing else. To I, say. I know. I really gotta pee. I have to pee so bad. Um, do we end it there? Um, to pee, or how long have we been talking? Mm, I don't know. I think we said quite a bit. All right, so how do we end it? You said you have three questions or something. Oh, let's, can we pause it? I don't know. I think we could probably stop it and then combine it with another clip. We've got to go to the bathroom anyway though, right? Yes. (laughs) We're back. That bathroom break was not sponsored by anyone yet, but it will be. Eventually. Eventually. Maybe Um, Uber Lube. Oh, what a dream. We should just text them. Yeah, ask. Ask, don't wonder. Ask, don't wonder. Um, Okay, so here's my question. Okay. Do you prefer the window seat or the aisle? Window seat. Why? Because I like to sleep, and there's no way I can... So I put my pillow up against the window. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to have the same answer. So I have a specific reason. Mine is window, too, because I want... To have the control over if I have to get up, if somebody has to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that I can sleep. Sleeping is an aspect of it. But 
I would rather ask about him than be asked about yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. My dad needs to have the aisle seat because his, his, leg his legs won't fit in any other seat. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody on Hinge about this. Yeah. And they said the same thing. Yeah. How do you sleep? Um, I There's always, like, a tiny little rim. No, not you, but your dad. Oh. Well, you can't just have your legs. I don't think he does sleep, but he does bring those that wraparound head thing and just goes straight back. I think he really just, like, rests his eyes. Oh, my God. I was just watching a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode about that. Resting eyes like, versus sleeping. Yeah, and he was like, Jerry, I really, really, not Jerry, oh my god, because he, he kept saying Jerry at the beginning of this. Just remember Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Larry. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he said, Larry, I need to rest. And he goes, are you resting or are you sleeping? And the guy said, I'm going to rest with my eyes closed. And he's like, okay, so you're going to sleep. And he was like, no, I'm resting, my eyes are going to be closed. And he was like, I don't get the distinction. <laughs> like, so you're sleeping. And he was like, no, get out of my room or something. <laughs> Do you think there's a difference? Now I'm just curious. Like, if someone was like, are you going to sleep or no, I'm just resting my eyes? Because mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, resting. Every time I'm resting my eyes, I take a nap. Yeah, if I'm resting my eyes in my bed, I'm definitely going to sleep. He was in the hospital. Oh. Um... Unless it's so excruciating. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna have to edit this a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there is a difference because I think like when I would go out during the day in college or something, mm-hmm. or I'd be like maybe be like up all night in the sewing lab, and I came home and I knew I had something to do later that day, but like I only had a really short period of time to do it. I would sit around my friends so that they could, like, shake me if I did fall asleep. Mm. But my eyes would be, like, so heavy. I would just, like, sit and, like, keep my eyes closed. Would you feel more rested when you woke up? I mean, when you opened your eyes? I don't think that it made me feel more rested. I don't feel like that is a thing for me. But it's my eyes are so heavy that I can't keep them open. So my mind can't necessarily shut off because there's so many thoughts going on. But, like, my eyes are so heavy. Mm. Yeah. So you think there is a distinction? Between sleeping and resting, yeah. Resting your eyes. Yes. I think maybe there is, but I would say 98% of the time if someone says they're resting their eyes, they are taking a nap. But, yeah, but maybe like a temporary nap, like even if it's like a two-minute nap. naps are temporary. (laughs) Well, no, but like my dad will say he's resting his eyes before we have dinner and he'll have his eyes closed for like two minutes and then he'll open up. His eyes and get up and walk away. Interesting. I was just like, my mom, I don't know why she cared about this, but if we were like 15 minutes from home, like we were driving back from my grandparents' house or something, I'd be like, I'm just resting my eyes, mom. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Fully. And my mom was like, no, no. Wake up. Wake up. We're almost home. And I was like, well, who cares if we're almost home? I know. I'll wake up. But it wasn't enough. It was my way of saying, I'm not going to say nap because it's obviously alarming to you for some reason, but I am going to take a nap. So I'm going to tell you that I'm resting my eyes so that you back off. Yeah, do you think it's... Okay, this is this brings me to another question. Oh my gosh. Do you okay. think it's an indicator of being... I don't even know how to explain this, but basically, like, 
I feel like it's an indicator of someone being a really good significant other or partner if you're really tired and they're driving and they let you go to sleep. No. I knew you were going to say no. You have very specific driving rules. I think it is... I Well, okay. That's, a, that's contextual. That's so contextual. Well, if I'm driving, even if it's a friend, if my friend or boyfriend or whoever it is... I is was in the car for this. ...so <laughs> tired, then... In the car for what? A situation like the one you're explaining. Oh, yeah, but you and Aaron were in the back seat. So it doesn't... Just bleep out that name. No, my sister. No. Me and... You and Aaron. I'm talking about a different time. I don't know what you're talking about, but regardless, every time my ex and I would drive somewhere, like, if I went to sleep, that would, like, really, really bother him, or he would, like, make me stay up, but also, he was the one that wanted to drive was it at, like, minutes? 2 in the morning, after I just worked a seven-hour shift at the restaurant as a waitress. I think there are just so many context things, like, are we on a road trip, are we switching off? Because then, of course, somebody should rest. Yeah, if you're switching off on a road trip. I also think if somebody insisted that you leave at a certain time, no. I cannot tell someone to stay up. Yeah. The only reason I said so aggressively, like, people should stay up is because I drove down to Myrtle Beach one time in my car, and I drove four people, and all four of them fell asleep in my car. And I've never been so fucking angry in my life. Really? I was pissed as fuck. Are you kidding? Not one of them could stay up. It was like eight hour drive. And then to stay up, I like kept the car really cold. So that I was like being stimulated by cold. Yeah. And was looping the same song. So that I was They slept for the whole time. They slept for the whole time, Julia. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Inappropriate. And then they would wake up and complain that it was too cold or that we were listening to the same song. And I was like, what does it matter to you? You are literally sleeping I you have no say in this I love driving in silence but if I'm really hour, it no but no but if up. I'm if I'm struggling to stay yeah. up if I if the driver is struggling to stay up then the person in the passenger seat or the back has to stay awake and keep them up awake I, I agree wasn't with that. struggling but it was 3 a.m it was dark it was an eight hour drive and like what if I needed a water you know I can't open that, but I, like, I pre-prepare, so I could open it, but I just think it's a little insensitive. I think if it's an eight-hour drive, yeah, but if it's an hour and a half, then no. I think it depends. If someone's, like, it's important to me and didn't dictate the time you were leaving, I I get it. Like, if they're stressed out about driving at night or, like, it wasn't up to them to be driving. But if it was just, I guess we're in different car situations. Yeah. I'm thinking that, sorry I'm interrupting you, but there was another situation where, like, I want to leave early, the other person couldn't, and then they wanted to take a nap in my car, and I was like, but it's dark, and I can't see that well, and, like, I need your support. (laughs) Yes. And you made me leave at this time. I also just think about with other person, like, did the other person just work a really long period of time? Did they have an opportunity to sleep? If they stayed up all night because they were, like, doing blow and partying, then I don't, like, give a fuck. I don't feel bad for them. But if they were up all night doing homework and grad school and doing work for their company, like, I'm not going to make them stay up. Because, like, I... just have insomnia because they were stressed out about the drive. 
No, no. Just an example. It's like has nothing to do. I think if I yeah no I think I don't know why someone would have insomnia from being stressed out of the drive unless they were you. But <laughs> right, it was me. <laughs> Shocker. Um, are you in the driver's seat or yes. no? Okay, so then the person should stay. If the person in the driver's seat is too tired to drive, like too tired to drive I alone, know, but like I won this court. That's fine. Yeah. I think but my personal, I don't give context. a shit, really. I think it's context. Sometimes I would rather somebody safe because they're annoying me. It does depend on the context, who I'm in the car with. But I would but, never but ask I especially, if I was making the rules. If I had all the controls mm-hmm. and made people do this and that and the other and then also ask them, like I wouldn't also ask them to say that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, if I dictated when we were leaving, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just personally like to listen to music and podcasts, and I don't want anybody else to have an opinion on what we're listening to if I'm in the driver's seat. So, like, someone can be like, hey, mm-hmm. do you, like, do you want to, can I, That's sh- a whole other topic. Someone could be like, can I show you this song? Sure. Or, like, oh, Maybe have you. passenger has a right to music. Have you. No, not unless they're just trying to show you a song or, like... One song. Or there's a song that they know you both like and they say, do you want to listen to this? But not to, like, be like, oh, no, I don't want to listen to this music or, like, something like that. Or, like, babe, you've been playing music for a long time. I think I should have a turn. Like, no. Yeah. Because I'm driving. Yeah. I'm driving. Like, I think no. Yeah. I agree. I don't know if that's unreasonable. No. I'm sure someone thinks it is. No, unless the person's playing country music, and then that's just literally abuse. I hate I country music. I know you like country music. I hate country music. I try. All country music? Most of it. Anything that talks about blue jeans. Right, but do you no, just like Casey Musgrave? Yeah, but I don't count her to be, like, really country okay. music. I'm just, well, I'm trying to gauge. Yeah. Anything that says anything about Jesus... Blue jeans, a blonde girl, bourbon, something with the sands, trucks, trucks pickup truck, um, Cut off. feet in the sand, concert, hunting, anything along those lines. I have no interest in. Less. It's actually painful I'm for me to listen to. I'm just gonna sing and see if there's any other one. I feel like mileage. What like. I'm driving, like, a certain speed on a certain road. It's always, like, a highway. Oh, my God, yeah. That's another one. Driving down the dirt road. Right. Or, like, life is a highway. Life is a highway is not a country song. Legally it is, but that is an example. Oh, yeah, it is. It'd be, like, country rock. Yeah, I can see that. But there's one song that's, like, it's a 50 speed limit, (laughs) and I'm going 10 miles an hour. I don't <laughs> or know. Or something like that. That's but completely not right. But I also feel like people who are like hardcore country fans, not everybody, and I know I'm making a stereotype right here, and I know that's not really acceptable, but most of the people that I grew up with in my hick farm town. Are you actually like that way? Hick? Yeah. I think so. I just don't know anymore. Yeah. They were the worst type of people. And okay. they would drive into our parking lot at school 
and their pickup trucks with the Confederate flag flying on it, blasting country music, and that's the association that I have mm -hmm. with country music. I like country rock. I like Casey Musgraves. Cheryl Crow is definitely country rock. Yeah. No, no, no. no she's well. Yeah. And nah, she might have watched it. But... Do you like folk? Yeah. Love folk. That borders country. No, it, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does not border countries. It's an entirely like, different genre. You know what we should do? What? Make, like, a spectrum. Like, start with, like, rap and then end with pop or something. I'm just making this up. And then, like, how does it get there? Do you know what I mean? I'm sure that exists. I, I don't I want to make it. Though. Oh, my God. You can. That sounds like so much work. What? I think that's so fun, though. Walk me through. No, I, I can't. I, this would be like a serious three-hour endeavor. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, like a playlist, though? No, no, no. No, no. You just look up all the genres of music and uh -huh. put them in order of, like, how they progress. Like, what relates to what the most? Right. Okay. Like, we just have two ends, and then we, like, move. We could print them all out. Why oh does this God. sound so fun to it's me? It so does not sound fun to have me. Have you ever seen, like, a cat just play with, like, one thing. Yeah. That's me right now. I'm like, this sounds so I'd rather make a playlist. Because then you can listen to it. And you can listen to the progression of it. I feel like I need to understand it first. With visual representation and cards and organization. So why don't you do that? And then I'll you make a playlist. Do I don't want to do it at all. It might be more fun than you think. I don't think so. It <laughs> might be. On that note. Oh, wait, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, hmm. You could... No, I've got nothing good. Not, nothing okay. worth talking about. You can think about it, and then next time end with one of your questions. Okay. You should have to prepare. Not have to. You should be able to. Yeah. I just feel like I was going to ask, like, a would you rather, like, a dumb question, like, if you could shop at one store for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it's just, like, outdone. I mean... Amazon, like it's not no, a that store, does not count for everything. Amazon is not a store. No, it has same. to be a brick and mortar, and you have to shop there for everything. Oh, like a <laughs> like a um, on-site location, like the TJ Maxx down the street. Right, okay, not online. No offense to the question. Yeah. But that really limits. It does, that's the point. It's like Bloomingdale. It's like, then it's just not, it's not a whole, it's not like a wholesome answer. Well, it's okay if it's not a wholesome answer. You have to get your food there, your clothes there. Food. That's yeah, that's and accessories. One. Like, every, that's the only place you're allowed to shop. Can I, if they sell a sewing machine, can I sell my clothes? If they have fabric, or if you want to take clothes apart, or like, um, Tablecloths, I was thinking. Okay. The food is a hard one. Yeah. I, I honestly... Are you sure? Oh, wait, actually, I have my answer. Okay. It's the only thing I can think of. So, I didn't grow up in a, in a area. I grew up on the other side with, like, huge stores like that. Like, this is all new. You can see it's all new construction. Mm -hmm. We, like, went and just walked to different stuff, like places yeah a lot of, yeah so my brain doesn't list huge places like, I live in the I don't have a single store in my hometown 
We have the store. Easton Village store, and it sells eggs and milk and breakfast Wait, sandwiches. So that's why it's easier for you, I guess, is why. No, it's not, because you have to drive mad far to find stores, and there were not like malls so nearby. So would you just go to where? Like we would Target go to a bunch of different places, and Target didn't exist until, or Target didn't exist near me until that's I was like crazy. an end of middle school. You, but you have an answer. Yeah, I have an answer. no idea mine is target i can't think of another place other than maybe walmart where i would never shop it's not as clean it's not as clean i don't like the way they treat their workers Mm. i did a whole case study on it um yeah so good to know though target Uh, i just do not like questions like this because i'm like i want my bookstore experience i want target has experience but I want, I said Yeah, but you can't, so just pick one. Uh, you know? You don't have one. Would Target be your option? I guess. Yeah, I mean, it but sucks. I, I wish I had bummer. something more creative. I wish, but I really can't think of anywhere else that sells clothes, food, candles, the home food goods. really is a kicker. It's a kicker. It's a kicker. If you took that out, that really expands... A lot. But it's that's but it's the not, point. That's why it's we're not doing that. Well so then we both have the same answer. Target. Target. Sponsor us. Uber Loop. McDonald's. Just kidding. I really don't want to be sponsored by McDonald's, but honestly, I cannot get that out of my head. Yeah. Set it or sleepover. Yeah. Those were like five hours. We could probably cut it. Yeah, for five hours. Okay.